0: Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin.
1: This is Amy Barker.
0: And this is Richard Gray.
1: And from the Geek Actually Studios, this is Podcast Pillowfort. Coming up today, we are going to celebrate cephalopod week by talking about lots and lots and lots of octopode... Podcasts. Mm. Ha-ha.
0: We also look at what's new and new in the world of podcasts.
1: Yes. And as always, we will end with what we've learned this week. We've learned some interesting stuff. Yeah. So grab your headphones, a warm cuppa, and join us in the pillow fort.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, I'm not going to make the MTV yeah. reference this time.
0: <laughs> Why stop now? Be Hello. 15 shows in a row. I know, right? <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you? Yeah, not too bad.
1: Not too bad. I can't see you.
0: No I can't I I'll, have to, I'll swing my mic out yeah, a you might. oh bit there, so you can, there, you there you go. There you go. Hello. There's a
1: different setup in the in the, in the Geek Actually I've Studios a, and I've got a, a very large screen in front of me in the way <laughs> and I can only see the top of Richard's head.
0: I requested that.
1: Yeah, oh Thank you. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, I should put on makeup before I come because you know that's what makes you beautiful. Apparently. <laughs> mm. No, no, no. Not knowing
0: you're beautiful is what makes you beautiful, oh, according to one is day. That yeah. What did
1: it? Is? One? Did you really just do that? Yeah, I did. Oh
0: God. They light up my world like nobody else. Oh
1: God. I don't. Don't make. There's a good reason. There's. this Like, I take <laughs> off my shoes. I like to. I like to be barefoot. Not wear shoes when I don't have to. And it's probably a good thing because I would kick you under this table. Mm, mm. But that's okay.
0: I'll throw one of the shoes at me.
1: Yes, except mm. I think they're over on that side.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, they oh, are. So there's been lots of stuff happening.
0: Oh man, what a huge podcast!
1: For- oh my god, seriously, Mark Marin. We have to start with that one. Yeah, seriously, Mark Marin, scoop of the freaking century for podcasters had President Obama on. Not only that, President Obama said the N word.
0: Yeah, we, we've <laughs> been trying to get Obama on since uh, for four years <sighs> behind the panels. He's Uh, just—he's a tough
1: man to track down. Yeah, it's—it's. Well, maybe next year when he's not working so much.
0: Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, (laughs) you
1: might be able to get him in.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll—I'll get him in, and then I'll wait eight years and get Hillary.
1: Oh, Hillary would be great. Did I send you the video <laughs> this morning? <laughs> yeah, no, it was, was
0: that the one that was Stacy's mom? But yeah. it was Chelsea's mom. Chelsea's yeah. mom has got it
1: going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hillary, it's so funny. Oh God, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. My friend Chris posted it. Oh my God, it's hysterical. But I think you did make the point that the band that did that, Stacy's mom, Fountains of Wayne, Fountains of Wayne were not a one-hit wonder.
0: Yeah, the article refers to them as a one-hit wonder. It was more like they were an indie band who had a following, and then they just happened to have a breakthrough. One.
1: One hit that people and remember. Then,
0: then they went back to doing what they're doing before they had their commercial hit.
1: Yes, yes. And it's
0: not so much a one hit. Not like I think the example you used was Yellow,
1: which is not. They are not a one hit wonder. Yellow. Yeah. Well, no, they're exactly the same thing. They're an indie okay. band that had one song that people knew, mm. but they have a huge catalog of stuff.
0: What about Aqua?
1: No, they had two songs, didn't Damn they? It. They had the Barbie Girl song and another one. Oh yeah. Yeah, that other one, the follow-up.
0: Uh, Ken Boy. <laughs>
1: they wish anyway so president obama was on uh mark maron and the thing i've only listened to what we've listened about what about a half not even half of it um it, it's so personable and it's so relaxed. It reminds yeah. me again. why it's
0: in Mark Maron's garage. Isn't yes, it? Yeah.
1: literally he comes and he sits in his garage and just like he didn't make some, but they did have to have all the secret service in and he had to hide his cats in the bedroom so that the sniffer dogs could come through. <laughs> he said that he's like his neighbor's
0: His neighbor's roof had a sniper on.
1: It. <laughs> I don't think he was serious about that one. Really? I would not be surprised. Really, do you think?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. 'Cause they've got that's to like freaky. have line of sight for the whole neighborhood. You're yeah.
1: kidding? Mm. Oh, that's kind of freaky. I, I don't think I want to have Obama on on the show.
0: No, we we look at there's a fairly good chance we won't get him out to the studio. No. In the Sydney suburbs. No. No. But, but uh, you know. it would be like, well I,
1: Look, I wouldn't know. say no, but Talks I'd rather interview Mark Maron. Talk That'd be to cool. some folks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'll be really curious to see.
0: Oh, David, David suggested Skype <laughs> We could Skype in, in Just Skype Prez. him in
1: Why not Yo Prez What's up G'day Prez But I'm really It was when the uh, interview was recorded It was right after the uh, That shooting the in shooting. the church Yeah and oh, I didn't realize that he, Obama, actually knew somebody that yeah. was in it.
0: They don't talk about that specifically much no. there, but Mark Marin does bring up, he said, well, the fact I'm that sorry. this isn't personal, I'm sorry Yeah, that, you know, sorry for fought. your
1: loss. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think that's one of the things I, I like about Mark Marin as an interviewer is he does mm. get quite personable about, you know, he, he, he does his homework, but he also, mm. you know, touches on things that really do count well, to the, the person he's sitting down with. He you know? sets
0: up that interview with about, you know, 10 minutes of him talking about, one, how nervous he is, two, yeah. about the, you know, the, the, the surveillance. The snipers around, on so, the neighbor's so, roof. roof and,
1: <laughs> and the cat locked in the bedroom. <laughs> but he also talks
0: about how he doesn't want it to be a, just another just another um, interview about all those policy issues. He wants to do a bit of politics, but he wants to kind of do what he does with all these other interviews, which is... And and from what we've heard so far, he's succeeded very well.
1: Absolutely. And I suppose
0: we should address the big... um, Because I've read a lot of stuff around this. Apparently, you know, Obama dropped the N-word in there. But contextually, he was talking about... Basically, he says, you know, people not saying that in the streets doesn't mean that um, racism is gone. Right. It's basically the context yes. that he used to. It's today. not
1: like he's, you know, going, you know. yo, yeah, n yes. yeah. you know, that's you know, not the context. Yeah,
0: He didn't walk into the shooting and go, yo, Mark, what up, n Yes. You know, it, it's, it's not- <laughs> Which would have been weird. It, it been very weird. word
1: is a weird way to- put it but that's yeah. okay yeah no, but yeah it's it is mm. it's so far of what how much I've heard of it and I would have liked to listen to the whole thing mm. before we sat down but mm. it, it just didn't happen um, I, 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 I just want to get back to it and I want to hear the rest of it yeah, so yeah, yeah. but good on him because there's a lot I of mean,
0: it was, the reason I didn't get around to that was because there's a bunch of new podcasts uh, that oh, came out this week oh you
1: have had your, your ears full this yeah, week
0: because there's a new Kevin Smith podcast and there's a new um, Stephen Colbert podcast yeah. and lot, both in the last couple of weeks yeah. so I'll talk about those more in a minute uh oh
1: but another thing is coming up and this might be of interest to some people who are either other people who have podcasts or Mm. other people who are entering into this realm wnyc has started this podcast accelerator program and what they're going to do is they're going to people can apply for this program and you could potentially they'll whittle it down to like a top five Mm. and then they will back the winning show that they select, and it'll go on WNYC, and it'll get all this support, and I, I assume some sort of budget and some money, and and it's it, like cut on them. I mean, WNYC, yeah. Well, WNYC are the the people behind Radio Lab and stuff mm. like that. So,
0: and you my good, friend Jad, your good friend Jad, my buddy Jad, who you introduced at ACRL twenty fifteen to what three thousand people?
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, but good on him for wanting to encourage the next generation encourage people to want to get into this and if, if the article will have a link to it in the show notes but they Absolutely. said it doesn't have to be someone who is an established Reporter or an established, you know, podcaster. It, it could potentially be somebody completely out of the blue, just some talented amateur who could end up winning this thing. It'll be Excellent. Interesting to see where that goes. I'm sure I've
0: been described as a talented amateur. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've just been described as an amateur. amateur. I'm sure yeah, <laughs> there's no I've never talent been behind it. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Now, you don't watch True Detective.
1: No, I haven't watched True I Detective. I haven't
0: watched the new um, episode of the second season, which kicked off because oh. the, the first season was magnificent. Yes. But a good friend, Dave Longo, was telling yes. me yesterday that uh, it's being called in certain circles Turd Detective <gasps> the second season. because apparently Turd, T-U-R-D. T-U-R-D. Because apparently it's it's a shell of what the first season really? was. Really? Despite the fact they've got this great cast in there, and it's yes. Rachel McAdams and Colin and Farrell. And yeah, Colin and Farrell, Vince, Vince, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. yeah,
1: my brethren from, you know, Chicago. Yeah. Right on. He's so money. He is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's so money, he doesn't even know it. He doesn't even know yeah. it. Is
1: that what makes him beautiful? What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. But there's a new podcast that is following the new season. And I, I, that is that genre of podcast all by itself is... It, you know, where it's the wrap up and the contextualization and the discussion around like right after a show hits, yes. you know, is it the replacement of the water cooler discussion?
0: Very much so. You know? I mean, we've seen it with The Walking Dead and The Talking yeah. Dead. We've seen yeah. it with Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, There was a serial one. That yeah. Was around, around yeah. What s- was
1: it The Americans, that one that was a spy yes. one? Yeah, there was yeah. that one. Yeah. There's
0: all those sort of ones that have come out. And yeah, absolutely. It's a huge thing because the internet – itself has replaced the water cooler i think and maybe uh, we just don't
1: like the people we work with
0: well the people we work with don't. because god
1: knows i don't like the people i work with no. oh shit some people might listen to this that i work with
0: <laughs> well one of them is in the room <laughs> one of them is sitting
1: across from me i know <laughs> just um,
0: giving you shit um but um there's a phone ringing in the studio <laughs>
1: that's really weird Do phones still ring people have Apparently. house phones yeah wow
0: that's and crazy. Uh, so, apology those of you at home sitting inside your blanket forts, yes, uh, or your pillow forts, or your pillow forts, as it were, whatever works for, where you. wherever you are at the moment. Yes. Uh, so anyway, so ears.
1: yes, there is a new podcast called What Is It? Welcome to I can't don't have my glasses. It's on. It's called
0: Welcome to Vinci. I'm
1: going to put my glasses on. That's a really bad form for me, <laughs> so I can actually read it. <laughs> I'll make I'll make
0: the, I'll make the <laughs> oh, font a little bit be, bigger.
1: Put the old lady font on. Very <laughs> nice. Very nice. Oh yes. So that's discussing the second that. season. Oh yes. Piss off. Um, yes. So discussing the second. Season of HBO's True Detective is mm. this new podcast from KPCC. It is. It is.
0: It is now two. Oh, yeah, two of the biggest podcasts in the world, yes. or two podcasters in yes. the world.
1: Well, that have two of the biggest shows. Shows, yeah, uh,
0: undoubtedly uh, the Nerdist, absolutely,
1: um, which we spoke about uh, on the po- on the Seattle.
0: We did. Or yeah. the. Portland. Portland Show. Episode, yep. Nerdist, of course, and undoubtedly Kevin Smith's Modco Network. Yes. Now, the coming together of these two networks with their brand new Talk Salad. And what do they come together over? Frasier. (laughs) Frasier.
1: Or as you people in this country like to say, frasier
0: What is that? Well, that's demonstrably false because I just said Frasier.
1: I know. Well, see, you're sitting across from two uh, American-born people over here, and you know you will get slammed for it.
0: Also, I've watched the show and have heard them pronounce his name. See,
1: this is what I don't understand. Why would you say it the other way when you know... That, like, through the whole show, he's called Frazier. Why do people say Frazier? I, some
0: people don't know what to do with those tossed or <laughs> legs.
1: <laughs> but anyway, okay, sorry. Quite so, the stylish. name of the podcast that, that uh, Matt Mirror and Kevin Smith have come together it's not on. Ma-
0: it's, yeah, it's, it's sorry. It's, it's Matt Mirror. Matt Mirror. No, you said Matt Maron.
1: Matt. Oh, I was looking because Mark Maron was right above it. So I saw uh, so and Matt. So Matt Mirror and <laughs> Kevin Smith. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> and now Matt Mirror's
0: background, he does Nerdist, but he yes. also does one called, um, uh, I think it's something like F.E. A B, it's like yes. four eyes and a beard. Oh, nice! And that, and he also used, and which I think he did with Scott Mosher, but he also did. He was a staff writer on um, At Midnight as oh, well. Yes, for yes, the longest time, and he did a bunch of other TV things as yes. well. And he talked about Frazier, and he talks about um, the the first episode talks really about everything but Frazier. And they ended up calling it episode zero because it was, if you've ever listened to Kevin Smith before, he's got a penchant <laughs> for talking about, for going off on tangents and talking about, well, let's face it, himself for a while. And really? Then, yeah. Matt
1: Smith talking about himself? Yeah. Why am I, I'm, I'm like mixing up my names today. Okay, there's today. two people
0: involved here, Amy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've made them one. Can't we just make them one person so I only have one name to remember? I am yeah. shit with names.
0: So it's Matt Mira Kevin Smith. Okay. And Matt uh, and Kevin. M- Matt Smith and Kevin Mira.
1: <laughs> See? But see Matt Smith. I just automatically gravitate towards that because you know Doctor Who and all. Uh, but course, see, yeah, see what I did there. But they are talking about Fraser. Yeah, and, and Kevin's. But they're not talking about Fraser on well, the first episode.
0: The the concept of the show is yes. that they're going to do two a commentary for two episodes per show.
1: So it's like the Gilmore guys. Yeah. Yeah
0: but they're actually going to do live commentary. Uh, yeah, but the first episode they start talking they start setting it up and they start yeah. talking about why they're such huge Fraser fans and then they get into the history of sitcoms on television and oh, start talk about all these things and and you can kind of hear this is the first clip I pulled from this show is yes. to sort of demonstrate how far those tangents go in the first episode.
2: Let's see. What's this just, just normally Norman Norman is a fucking normally are awesome known individual. for Sanford and Son as well. I forgot. That's right. Another British show. Oh yeah. That was based on uh, it was a British show. But uh, that's right. He had Sanford and Son as well. But that was not connected to the Archie Bunker universe. There was no crossover no, there. No, correct. But you could literally right now, dude. Like they're sitting on a gold mine. They could do an Avengers-like crossover of all the Norman Lear properties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where fucking Archie is fighting Maude again, and fucking George Jefferson's there, and Florence is yelling at them all. Baby Michael has a rubber dick. And like, at the come- end of the credits, uh, uh, Maude shows up to get everybody and together. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, that's basically the title. I of-
1: loved Maud. That was Boy. one of my favorite shows when I was a kid. And with everything that's been going on with uh, uh, transgender issues yes. in um, in the news at the moment, uh, someone reminded me that there was a transgender character on the Jeffersons. Yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah, yeah. all things, and like not your typical, you know, oh they're either a prostitute or a victim of a crime, yeah. but just a character. How yeah. crazy is that? Well, how were, old is that? They were Sorry. talking about more and how
0: progressive it was on that. Oh, um, God, episode. I loved it's that about show. about the fact that there she was, like, I think in her, mentioned me in her 50s. Yeah. And they had an abortion episode. Yeah. You know, and that was like at a time when that wasn't even discussed. Let alone oh, my on God, television, no way. You know? Exactly.
1: Yeah. And no, so, no, no. Not in, you know, polite conversation. Yeah. So, so they're talking
0: about how progressive these sitcoms were. And they sort yes. of like do that to sort of really couch how much they love sitcoms, the the yeah. writing, and and how particularly Matt Mirror Damn Mira, it.
1: Am I going to have to listen to a Kevin Smith podcast yeah. now? And
0: it's it a talk, talk about how much Matt Mirra, you know, watched all these shows and came up and realised he wanted to be a television comedy writer yes. from watching the Dick Van Dyke show where oh, he realized oh god
1: I loved that show
0: <laughs> where he's still okay well that's a uh, that's a job apparently so I didn't
1: know I could do that yeah so and that show the Dick Van Dyke show sidebar I mm. mean think about it there was a woman writer in mm. the it, like then I mean this was yeah. all black and white and all that you know and very traditional family and yet a woman writer in in the room with all those guys mm-hmm. fantastic god I love that show
0: yeah so they're talking about all those progressive sitcoms and then they're really it comes out of a passion for Frasier which Neither of them watched uh, a lot during its first run, but they yes. came to a little bit later yes. through other people, and were like, "This, this is this is genius comedy, and yes. it's something that's distinct from Cheers, and it's distinct from absolutely. You know, there was that other um, Cheers spin off show um, about um, the, the 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 family that." Tartanellis or whatever oh they were. Yeah, god yeah, very, yeah, short-lived. Yeah, very short-lived yeah yeah no, but they talk about it so when they actually get into the second episode yes which is actually episode one because they call the first episode zero episode. Yes. um this is them try- actually sitting down and trying to stay on track while listening <laughs> while watching <laughs> an episode
2: we've left our sound turned down so yeah. that we can interact with the but boom off the bat the iconic fraser logo Which hopefully will be our logo. Yes, as well. (laughs) And also, right off the bat, the iconic chapter headings. The job. Right away. Where's our fucking subtitles? We need subtitles. Now, here we go. Frazier at his his uh, KACL, Seattle Talk Radio, Mm. with Roz Doyle. Uh, Now, we see Roz is the call screener in the script. She's credited as the call screener, not the producer, which I find interesting. What do you mean? Oh, so she became the producer Yeah, I feel on. like they were like, let's give her more to do. Yeah, or they were like, well, like, there ain't no reason. Like, maybe they thought we'll add a producer character later on, but then they were like, she's great. Yeah, Roz, So instead of building a bigger cast, which you'll see, by the end of this episode, we meet everybody.
0: Everybody. Every almost everybody, yeah. So and they they literally start from the beginning. So they're and they literally sit
1: there, watch an episode, and talk it through. So it's like MST3K because mm-hmm. you don't actually hear anything that's going on. No, but and they talk it through. And do they give you an, uh, a list of the episodes beforehand so you could potentially well, watch doing it? Them with? In order. They're doing them in, chronologically. Yep. Oh, so you could just sit, turn it on, as turn they, on the podcast. As
0: I said, there were 260 episodes. Good Lord. So they're going to do two per episode. Two so per he, said, episode. he said, unlike in real life with Fraser, you didn't know from season to season, would it be cancelled? Will it be renewed? Yeah. He said, you can sit back and relax because you know this has a definite ending. That's true. Now, I suspect, yes. having been a fan of Kevin Smith's work for many years, he may not see this through.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And there may what be some, gives you that impression. And there may be some episodes that will be with somebody other than Kevin, Kevin Smith, Smith. But on there you know, as well. but I think
1: Matt Mira has a pretty good, you know, parade of people he could yeah. bring in. You know, that would be happy to sit down with him. But there were already a episodes about of said,
0: and Kevin Smith's Like, you know what? You know what? But episode twenty, well, let's get. Ke- well, I reckon we're going to have Kelsey Grammer in here. Oh, I you bet. Know, what's, so what's Kelsey
1: Grammer doing these days? Who knows? Yeah, falling huh? off. Right?
0: Stages, apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Too soon. So No, no, never too soon. But the show is called Talk, Salad, and Scrambled Eggs. Did they stylish. go into the, the the sexual connotations of. The-
0: he does, like, you know, <laughs> Kevin Smith being Kevin Smith, and he yeah. goes, well, well, I thought it was a sexual thing, toss salad and scrambled eggs. Yeah, you know, so did I. And uh, quite stylish. <laughs> um,
1: I but I, did. maybe I
0: seem a bit confused, but maybe. I've got you picked
1: will see uh, no, I'm not, oh, wow. I, I am not You're touching right. that one <laughs> <laughs> Stop, stop, pull back No, 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 I'm kidding No, pull back oh. <laughs> Okay, good I'm glad he does approach that Because I always thought that that had You know, mm. that, that they were You know, it was a euphemism
0: And if you've never watched Frasier before It's a good way Good excuse to get into it Who hasn't
1: it, watched Frasier?
0: Well, like when you realize That it's been off the air now For, you know
1: Ten years? Fifteen years? No. Yeah, no. Well, what it it, it, start, it
0: started in '93 and it ran for about nine years. Oh wow! So it, it has it been finished off for in the early while. 2000s. Oh yeah. Um, oh, so there
1: were some of the kids out there. Yeah, it not probably finished it.
0: about 2003, 2004. So yeah, it's been off the air for ten or eleven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, there are people who they keep making jokes about the fifteen-year-olds who have tuned out. There's no fifteen-year-olds listening to the show. <laughs> I hope not. (laughs) In their pillow forts. (laughs) In their
1: pillow forts. (laughs) Oh, cool. And how many episodes are they in?
0: They're three episodes in. Three episodes
1: in. in. Okay, cool. Oh, damn it. I'm going to have to listen to that now. Yep. Uh, I have nothing against Kevin Smith, I really don't. You know, I just, you know, there's only so much of him I can take. I think he is a, an acquired taste
0: Well, between like them. on
1: his shows. Like, his work is one thing, yeah. but I think listening to him talk, there's a, there really is. I have a limit to how much of that I can I think, sort of ingest. Yeah.
0: Well, for me, with Hollywood Babylon, I listen to because I enjoy his interaction with Ralph Garman. Yes. Uh, although I don't listen to it religiously anymore. No. Uh, it is the one I will go back to the most. Right. Um, I I do find, um, and and David uh, has certainly said there's a number of times something like, um, uh, uh, "Get uh, Jane Son Bob get old." It started off really interesting because it was talking about um, Jay Muse's recovery from being a heroin addict, right? And he had these stories to tell for the first few episodes. Once they got past that, mm. it was just two people talking. That I wasn't that interested in their their their, their yeah. interaction anymore. Yeah. That's Whereas okay. Fat Man on Batman, which yeah. is his comic book show about Batman, yes, um, he he interviews so many creators ah, and uh, And that stays actors interesting. Are, that's so up my alley. Oh, there like, you, you know, go. So that's, yeah. you know.
1: Okay. All right. I'll give it a go. Talk Ellen and scrambled eggs. There will be links in the show notes to that so you can go and yes. tell us what you think about the new Kevin Smith podcast. Fantastic. Yay. See, and I like Matt Mayer because he's... I, I just I like Nerdist. so Nerdist that's, is great. that's much more up my it's alley. interesting
0: because I mean, there's two that you mentioned there: the Mark Maron one and the Matt Mirror one. Both long-form interview podcasts, yes, like Fat Man or Batman, yeah, uh, where it's it's really about yeah they get into some of their works and they get into some analysis. Yeah, it's really about talking to their subject as a person and finding yes. out what makes them tick, and sort of taking that long journey through. Yeah, taking cool. taking the hour, hour and a half, or whatever it is. To, yes. To yes, get to the bottom of it. Very
1: good. Oh, but now we're getting into the meat of the the show this week. Ooh. Mm. we're going to talk about i have i have two animals okay i have three animals in this world that, that i love dearly and and I, and I and i love cats because i'm a librarian and they don't give you your librarian card if you don't love cats mm. um second are goats because they have really freaking evil eyes and they will eat anything and how can you not love that and if you've ever seen a baby goat in pajamas jumping around you just like there's nothing else you can love in this world <laughs> and the third thing i like is cephalopods and it just as it turns out this week we're just coming up to the tail end of it uh sci fry so science friday sci fry um has cephalopod week this year was the second annual cephalopod week Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. um and and they just talk about all things cephalopods they have if you follow them on twitter they've been having lots of selfies but like cel- cephalopod selfies Please Cephleys. with cephalopod, interesting things, really great little videos, all kinds of fun stuff. But they have a whole roundup on their first one, and I'm just going to click over here and get back over to my show notes. So Science Friday, it's a weekly technology environment and news show, mm-hmm. and it was, it's, comes out of NPR and has been going on for a while. It's uh, part of the talk of the nation in the US, and they've sort of sprung off and done their own thing. So, the on the episode that we have clipped here, uh, we get two of other people from Science Friday, and they're coming in to discuss uh, the octopuses. This particular octopus <laughs> that runs on, and I, I, you know, what I've got down at the bottom of the show notes: the plural of octopus, how is, how is to
0: either octopods, octopods, or, or octopods, or, or cephalopods, well,
1: cephalopods. No,
0: Cephalop- No, It's <laughs> octopods. <laughs> Cephalopods or octopuses. But it's
1: acceptable, apparently, to do octopus and octopuses. Yeah, not octopi. I don't, I don't, I don't, or octopi. It's acceptable, but I don't think it's correct. Mm, Octopi. I don't don't know. Anyway. Eight pies. So these guys are talking about this particular octopus that runs on two tentacles. The algae octopus, and they're talking about the video that they have on their website, and I think we have a clip from that.
0: And the algae octopus does this weird behavior where it literally stands up on two arms. They're not legs. Do not call octopus arms legs. If you do that, you will be frowned upon in the cephalopod community. So it stands up on two arms, and it scampers backwards just on those two legs. You have to see this. It is inver- it is amazing. It's, I've seen the video. It's an underwater invertebrate that actually stands up and runs. It's bizarre. It runs it's on the like, the Like on the sand. It's running when you think it should be... Jetting. Right. It, it could be jetting. It could be crawling. It could be swimming. But for some reason, this species and a couple other species actually stand up and they run. And the question is, why? Why would this creature do that? Of all the forms of locomotion that it could go through... It chooses to do the Ministry of Silly Walks backwards walk. <laughs> it's very, very, very weird. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the Minister of Silly we, Walks. We
0: never go far without a Monty Python reference.
1: No, no. And the other thing about that particular, the algae octopus they were saying, was that it, its heart stops when it's running backwards, but its heart stops also when it when it's making love.
0: Oh, I, I, saw, I heard that as well, and that that was really sweet, but then later in a different one, and I don't know if it's one of the clips you pulled here, but... Yeah. Um, they were talking about certain octopuses making love. Yes. And th- there is a – one of their – they have a – I can't remember what they called it. It's basically the the tent- the tent bit that does the deed, the tentacle that does the deed. Yes. The, the female octopus snaps it off, holds it. The male octopus goes off and dies. Well, why not? Yeah. But you then know. apparently the female octopus dies after giving birth or something. Aww. I don't know. It's There's a circle of death with octopuses. Octopuses. <laughs> Octopodes. Octopodes. <laughs> Octopods. Octopods. Octopods? No, octopodes. Is that right? Octo- Octopods, yeah. Okay. Well,
1: apparently... Okay, hang on. I actually did pull this because this is one of those things. So, apparently from the Oxford English Dictionary, mm. there, although it's it's supposed to be correct that the plural of octopus, it, it can you can say octopi mm. or octopuses, but technically, and I always... God, anytime you start... A sentence with the word technically nobody gives a shit about what you say after it that's right yeah but it's the word octopus is a latinized form of a greek word mm. and so the correct way to to make a plural of it would be octopodes but in our english language it's apparently reasonably acceptable to say octopi and octopuses cool so say go whatever with, the hell you want I'm is go what it octopodes comes. Octopodes, because I, I like no one better. will know what I'm talking about. though. That's right. Um, also from the show, if from uh, this Sci-Fi, go to their Tumblr. They have the close-up video. If you've not seen how octopuses, octopi, how their ch- their skin changes,
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: have got to see the video of their skin changing uh, with the background of insane in the membrane. Mm-hmm. It is the most brilliant thing you'll you'll click on this week. We'll put a uh, link to it in the show notes. It Absolutely. is so really, really, really cool. And the another video they have is this one made all the rounds in the in, in this week was the Adorabilis octopus. And it's this tiny little octopus and it looks like it's from a video game. It's very, very <laughs> cute.
0: It looks so. like the, the 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 ghost in yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah, Pac Man. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Totally. And it's not actually technically called the Adorabilis. They're trying to push that it will be called <laughs> the Adorabilis. But yeah, it's very, very cool. So sci fry is the Science Friday is the reason for the why we're talking about octopus. Octopi this week. Um, but they're not the only ones who've been talking about it. There is a podcast called Stuff You Should Know, which they had an older episode called Octopus, Octopi, Octopod, Octopuses. <laughs> so all the different plural forms. And if you're not familiar with this show, Stuff You Should Know is an award winning podcast from the How Stuff Works uh, network. And it's hosted by... Have you listened to much Stuff You Should Know? I've listened know? to a couple yeah, of them, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh Clark and Charles W. Chuck Bryant, which he always says the whole thing. And it's one of these sort of... That always ends up in the top 10. And this is a, an old episode that we have here that was about octopuses, octopodes. Uh, and we have a clip here. And I mentioned earlier about how octopus their skin changes color and I think we have a little clip from stuff you should know about they're talking about the chromatophores and how they change color.
3: So chromatophores are little cells that have like three pigment sa- sacs in each. yeah, so very tiny pigment sacs that depending on the muscle surrounding the cell uh-huh. um, whatever color needs to be featured is, is expanded or contracted. yeah so the other two will be hidden while one is is expanded. Yeah. And uh, that's a cell, as I said, which means it's very, very tiny, Uh and the octopus's skin is covered. Tens of thousands of them. Right. And each one is controlled by a different nerve, right?
4: Yeah. And uh, the way they put it in the article to understand how that works is is pretty good. I think Jennifer Horton did a great job. It's like if you put a, uh, if you color a section of rubber band, Mm -hmm. and then you stretch it out in an instant it's going to look completely different color wise and then it contracts and it's going to be a very deep color so that's what it's it's doing
1: that is the best description I've heard of it and yeah these guys always do lots of research before they go in and talk about a variety of subjects including octopus this time and but the thing that they go into is it's not with octopus, it's not just about that they change color, but the shape of their mm. skin changes color as well. So you've got this sort of twofold camouflage that other animals just can't reproduce. Um, and.
0: But it's also something about their eyes. Like they're, they're, they're talking about how um, cameras were developed yes, based on octopus on eyes. On octopus eyes. Because we can perceive so much, but then they've got this ability, this amazing ability to not only like. See the environment around yes. them, process all that, yes. and then then know what color they're supposed yeah. to change yeah. to. Yeah. So it's like yeah. that. Otherwise, because you used to have multiple lenses in in, in cameras and things like that. Yes, and modern lenses were built out of looking at the octopus eye and realizing how you could do that and still remain in focus and all that sort of stuff. All that stuff is fascinating. Crazy. That episode is really good. For really, that stuff. really interesting
1: yeah. stuff. And like you were saying, they can because they can see things, perceive things, and process them so quickly. If they come across, you know, a predator, Mm. and that predator, it's insane. So, okay, you know, you've got a predator that you're scared of mm. i'm an octopus i'm scared of you i would mimic the predator that you're scared of yeah, yeah, yeah you know not just to hide myself but to try to scare you try to mimic the thing that scares you yeah which is insane how do they know this shit like yeah. it's like I, i'm this is one of the
0: They've i all got library cards see that's yeah. it
1: they're very smart little things um
0: internet on the internet,
1: they're on the intertubes. Well, they've got mm. all those, you know, they, they've got lots of ways to type and lots of ways to go. Eight,
0: they, eight, because you're in the ocean, they often surf the web.
1: Oh, god, you are so lucky! I don't have shoes on right now. Yeah, because the you,
0: thing is, not only was that oh, joke don't terrible, do it. don't do it. No, no, it. not only was that, was that joke terrible, it was like a 20 year old reference of how you interact with the web. That's true. Yeah,
1: so you're dated mm. and, and corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we need beer.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's the problem with this episode we don't yeah, we have fear were, we, we, we weren't <laughs> we were sober last time we did it <laughs> uh, but they've done some uh and this is kind of sad because they've they this talks about doing some uh experiments on octopus yes which you know that's okay okay um and but they figured out that oh i'm actually looking at a different one um They figured out how they did different tasks. So I've got the clip here, the tests on octopus clip. And do you have that clip?
0: I am. So I'm not playing the ticklish one.
1: Sorry. We'll come back to that one. Okay, cool. Sorry.
4: (laughs) And these tests was they wanted to see how they did with problem solving. And so they like wired clams shut. So -hmm. they couldn't, because traditionally they'll break the clam open and scoop it out. And they wanted to see if the octopus would just be like, oh, I'll just eat something else. I can't get into this one. Right. No, no. What these things did was they said, okay, I'll get out my drill, and even though this is not how we get into clams, I'm going to drill into this clam. And not only that, but after a few tries, they figured out the best point at the clam to drill in to get the best meat, like right there in the center. Right. They figured all this out. Unbelievable.
3: They're very smart. Very smart. Uh, You could play cards with an octopus. There's been octopus gangsters before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're very smart. Sure. I mean, you have to have an organized brain, an organized mind to participate in organized crime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was, it's funny that, that episode, that, that second guy who was answers. talking about yeah. it. It's funny the dynamic they have yeah. on that show because he clearly, that the last guy that was talking clearly has no reference to pop culture at all. No, and he doesn't. he has none whatsoever because he goes, you know that... Beatles song "Octopus's Garden." He goes, "No." no. He goes, "Of course you wouldn't." <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like you know one of the most famous songs in the world.
1: You know, and we're not talking some obscure. You know, it's a
0: Ringo song. Everyone knows the Ringo songs, right?
1: <laughs> it's a it. You know, anything Beatles all related. Based. You know, but yeah, <laughs> anything Beatles related, you just assume that everybody knows that. Yeah. Like it's, it, how can you not? it's like fraser how can you not Mm. you know but yeah he's he's definitely uh out of touch when it comes to (laughs) popular culture poor thing
0: (laughs) (laughs) but still knowledgeable about all things oh my god and pusses
1: we're gonna just do that through the whole show (laughs) the fact that they have a drill that they have that their little mouth beak thing which is a beak but doesn't actually have anything like it doesn't have like hard things attached to it, that they have a freaking drill. They've got like a go-go gadget drill that they can just through the through a clamshell to get yeah. the bits that they need. That would be handy.
0: Yeah. Dude, Particularly if they're one. putting together IKEA furniture or oh something. Oh, my God. Seriously.
1: Yeah. And who goes to an IKEA on a Saturday afternoon? Producer sitting next to me is going to go to IKEA after this because <laughs> he's insane. Glutton for punishment. Yep. <laughs> That's okay. So, yes. So, they... Uh, they're very smart and if you there's plenty of uh, videos you can look at that have where they take uh, you'll, you'll see octopus that carry um, coconut shells and not yes. to do not to make another Monty Python reference not to do you know their, their horses but to they will carry them yes exactly but they carry them with them and walk mm. along the ocean floor and then when they get startled or they feel threatened they will take the coconut shell the two sections of coconut shell get inside of it and then blink, the, the opposite coconut shell and so they are just inside of a coconut that's nuts it's Blood. oh I didn't hear <laughs> it <laughs> didn't even hear it I didn't even know I was doing you did. that oh, very I've internalized good. my pun <laughs> ow
0: I am now one with the pun
1: <laughs> it's your little koan very if good. I keep
0: this up though I'm gonna be punished
1: uh. Yes. Oh, seriously! I'm putting on <laughs> shoes next time. You're getting kicked under this table. Um, but they did some some other. So not just the, that type of experiment. They've done some other uh, the experiments on octopus to see how independently their nervous system works. Yes. And um, yes. Yeah, so this is the clip titled "Ticklish Octopus." Because and, of the octopus. And octod, Chuck,
3: tell so. them how how they figured out that. Arms have their own central nervous system. I just thought this was mean. It sounds
4: very mean. Uh, What they did was they severed the nerves in the arms from the other nerves in the bodies and brain, and then they tickled it. And then they found out with some delight, I would imagine, that, look, they're still ticklish. Right. Even though their brain doesn't know this is going on. So that's how they proved it.
1: (laughs) So each arm... Not each leg, each arm, because they've got eight arms, arms. not not, not their legs, because you get pinged if you call it a leg, it's not an arm. Mm -hmm. So each arm has its own nervous system. They're crazy. They're crazy things. And no wonder Science Friday wants to do a whole week about them.
0: I've just realized what song we should have played at the end of this. We're going to play Insane in the Brain going out, but we should have played the theme to Octopussy.
1: Oh yeah, that'd have be been good. Yeah, <laughs> next time, time. <laughs> we'll do it again next year. Yeah, very good. I like that. I like that show. the The stuff you should know.
0: I say octopus. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. that too. Well, what was Homer's uh, quote on that? Man, I must have seen that twice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's Homer Simpson, not ancient w- philosopher Homer. It wasn't. Oh yeah. Well, you could it, maybe both. I mean, mm, yeah, well. he might have been a time traveler and come forward and. Been a James Bond mm, fan and seen an Octopussy and gone no just wrong. It's possible. It's possible. You never know. Ooh. I like and that show though. The the stuff you no, should know. Good. Guys are good,
0: particularly if I should know that stuff. Yeah, mm, which I you should. It. I should. It's, yeah, it's, that's because what it, that's what it's it says. in the
1: title of the stuff of the show. Yeah, stuff you should know.
0: And and some of it I didn't know. No. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> But anyway, we've got one more show, which we haven't really covered a lot of shows that are specifically designed for kids before. I mean, Good Job Brain Idea for future podcast. Yes, absolutely. Somebody write that down. Um, Yeah, thank you. Uh, Good Job Brain, which we spoke about in the last show, was uh, they do... They're an all-ages show. They try to keep it really clean and they do have a lot of young, you know, kids who listen and a lot of teachers who use their work mm. but this next show which is called Brains On which is kind of hard to say, um, from Minnesota Public Radio is specifically designed for kids. And I love their their little byline, which is they're serious about being curious. <laughs> and they get kids to write in with various questions and then they answer them on the show. And the shows are pretty short. I think it's like 10 minutes is this one mm. and all kinds of stuff. But they did one recently um, earlier this month. Called Cuttlefish Ultimate Shapeshifter, Ooh. and the host Molly Bloom had on uh, one of the producers, and I think his name is Sandin. He says it really quickly at the beginning, Sandin Totten mm. or Totten, and he's just he says it really quickly, and I'm shit with names. Um, and they are talking about how uh, cuttlefish change color. And I think this is where – oh, yeah, this is where we get into the texture. We spoke a little bit earlier about the texture of the skin. But on these guys, they explain it in a little bit more depth on how they change the texture of their skin. He
3: says they do this skin morphing trick thanks to papillae in their skin. These are like little lumps. Hamlin calls them ultimate goosebumps. He says they can change shape the same way your tongue can. So you know, Molly, how you can kind of stick your tongue out and make it a little really pointy. Uh huh. And then, of course, you can flatten your tongue out in your mouth, kind of like this. Uh huh. Well, that's similar to how these papillae in the cephalopod's skin work. They're kind of covered in lots of little, super shifty tongues that can almost instantly get really pointy or really flat or really round or really bumpy. And that way, they can approximate all sorts of bumpy patterns you'd see in the ocean, from rocks on the ground to shells to seaweed or maybe even coral
1: reefs. Uh, it is – there are plenty of videos yeah. on, on YouTube where you, you – it just looks like your ocean floor, ocean floor, ocean floor. And then out of nowhere, like seemingly absolutely nowhere, this octopus will just like – and like swim off and it has been mimicking you know a rock or coral or something and ashtray ashtray. but i loved the way that the producer there spoke about how you know likened it to your tongue and how you can can you do that where you roll your tongue Mm -hmm. because that's genetic uh, if you can't yeah mm. if you can't roll your tongue like make a u shape out of your tongue apparently that's oh yep there you go we can all do it i can do it too Mm. uh that and And that's the way that they changed. but that's their skin. It's so freaking cool! God, I love these animals. Um, And I hadn't, I hadn't seen that, heard that show before. Brains on?
0: No, no, nor did I. It was, it was good. It was was actually about my level.
1: Oh, maybe you can write them a write them in a nice question, and they'll answer it for <laughs> you. <know. interview. laughs> Dear brains on,
0: my name is Richard, and I'm 36 years old.
1: <laughs> I live in Sydney, Australia. 36 and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know why farts stink. <laughs> Sincerely.
0: Party stinky,
1: party <laughs> stinky head. That's right. <laughs>
0: Actually, just just worry. Go and look up a a website called Bad Kids Jokes. <laughs> it's Bad Kids Jokes on Tumblr, and and I won't I won't spoil the surprise for you. But it's basically this guy runs a kids jokes website, right? And but often he gets jokes that he, he can't submit because they're submitted by kids. And oh, so the
1: jokes aren't written for kids, they're written by kids. Yeah,
0: they're written by kids. So yes. sometimes it's a kids jokes website that he runs, but then he's got bad kids jokes because yes. they're, they're jokes that have been written by kids that either make no sense right. whatsoever right. or they have no punchline right. or like they're just the question without the punchline. <laughs> With no answer at or, all. Or they're the punchline without the question. Um,
1: but... but it- <laughs> No wonder bad. Yeah, yes, it's brilliant. And, and but I, some
0: some of them are like really sad. It's like wh- why don't parents cry oh. because it comes from beneath.
1: Oh, and it's like oh oh
0: oh that's who who. I hope they've called somebody. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, I hope they sent somebody around to the house to go have a good talk with the kid. Yeah, show us <laughs> where the nice where the mean man touched you. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. From- We're not going to make child abuse jokes. It Comes from below. <laughs> Ew. Um you got to wonder then if those kinds of things are getting sent into the joke people mm. the questions that don't make it on this brains on show yeah. what kind of weird ass science questions are they getting <laughs> asked on this because it,
0: like that that joke site some of them some of the jokes are very specific yes and it's kind of like you know who was you know ridiculous and it's like you know Charles because of the way right. he. Anointed, so it's clearly written about Somebody's somebody classmate yeah and, and it's like we well, can imagine someone writing into the show going why does
1: Charles stink yes you know? <laughs> exactly exactly I, I i being a producer on the show must be very strange oh, yeah. but you'd have to have your research like down yeah you know
0: because we're all learning we hey are
1: man. oh i see what you did there <laughs> <laughs> i think it's time to talk about what we learned this week <laughs> nice. <laughs> How's that for a segue? <laughs> well done. I think that's the best segue we've ever done. <laughs> the only segue. We I know we're allergic to segways. Did I, Did you see that like skateboarding thing? Oh, I think we talked about it. That skateboarding thing that wasn't the segue, but it wasn't. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, So the, weird. We did. It was anyway, last episode. Yeah, really, yeah. That was we weird. About, yeah. yeah, those are very strange. Okay, I'm gonna start because I have a clip. I usually don't bring a clip for my learning Ooh. thing, but I have a clip, and it came from that episode of Science Friday that we started off with. Yes. Um, so they talked all about cephalopods and cephalopod week and what was happening and all the different uh, videos they were going to have. But at the very end of the episode, they talked about something that is near and dear to my heart for two reasons, and I think we have a clip. Keep
0: Thank you for I joining way. us. You're welcome. Oh, one last thing. About one in ten of you listening... Is left handed, assuming you're human, that is. About 10% of the human population worldwide is made up of lefties, but research published this week in the journal Current Biology finds that kangaroos tilt the other way. On a population level, it turns out that kangaroos are left handed. Studies show they prefer their left hands for things like eating and grooming themselves, but perhaps we shouldn't be so surprised by this. As, re- as residents of Australia, they should be natural lefties. The real Southpaws.
1: Oh, they're oh. Southpaws. Do they use that term here, Southpaw?
0: Yeah, I don't think they, really, I don't think they use it a lot here, but we're familiar with yeah,
1: it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like the cookie monster isn't the biscuit monster. Like you get it. No, no, we yeah. understand. So yeah. I am left-handed, as I did, probably you gathered from that, and I also live in Australia, so does that make me a kangaroo?
0: Um, <laughs>
1: no. You do hop around a lot. I do. I do like to hop. And you're fond
0: of boxing. yes. And you have that tail for balance. So it's, it's it's so, a, so yeah. clearly I'm giving myself away here. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: I thought that was a nice little thing. I always like to hear about lefties.
0: Yeah, no, that, was, that was a good one. I like that. Yeah. And I knew when I was listening to that episode, of thought like, hey, he's going to pull this
1: clip. Yep. Yep. So what have you, what, what have you learned so well, far this week?
0: Speaking of things near and dear to my heart, you, you know, I'm a huge fan of Stephen Colbert and oh, I love the Colbert yeah. report and I miss it uh, dearly, but he is of course going to be hosting the late show. Yes. Uh, uh, taking over from David Letterman when it returns in September, but they've started a podcast. Early. Yes.
1: I think we sort of, we, we alluded to it but I didn't realize it didn't actually realize, started no
0: in the three episodes in actually four episodes in of this as of this morning yes and it's just called the late show podcast they've got such great titles as um in the bad room with Stephen uh two inch layer of broken cds Jackie, Jackie Gleason's <laughs> trap door and uh most recently one that's dropped just dropped this week yes. uh, we haven't actually informed the audience um yeah that much uh, realizing that yes they've They've gone through all these episodes and they don't think they've informed us of anything, but I disagree because I think so what is um, what
1: is the nature of the podcast? It,
0: it's, it's usually it's usually Stephen um, yes. with um, a couple of other people, and uh, sometimes it's the writers and they're talking about the process of, of right. what, what they're doing. Like in the very first episode, um, actually, before I go on, I'm going to talk about the the theme song. I'll play the theme song. Oh, um, from that
4: podcast.
1: like that. Podcast. podcast. <laughs>
0: so he's... Uh, and, and that's to- Stephen Colbert. That's Stephen like Colbert, doing it. Yeah. yeah. And some of some of it is recorded inside the man-sized cupboard that's in the writer's room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you'll hear it. It'll sound as though it's inside a cupboard. Really? Um, yeah. And do you think they
1: do it really in a cupboard? I don't like know. seriously.
0: <laughs> but it's, I would not be surprised. I wouldn't either. Um, but, like, you know, ages ago we listened to that, that working... Yeah. That that the Slate podcast working right, and right, interviewed him did. for an hour or yeah. so about his process. Yes, it starts off a little bit like that, and it okay. starts off um, with the writers, you know, talking about how far ahead they're writing jokes. Like they're writing jokes now for September,
1: but, but
0: you know about events. But so there are some bits that they're going to be able to use because right. you know there's obviously some pre-prepared bits that they can right. use. But if, are if, if this particular type of thing comes up again, they've got right. some material that they can pull. Oh, uh,
1: it's like uh, in the newspapers when they always have people's obituaries ready yeah. to roll. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it's Didn't like, they do
1: that with the, somebody accidentally uh, put out the queen that the queen had died? Yeah, there's Twitter. a bunch of ones that have gone out early. <laughs> recently. Like, I'm Whoops. terrified. I
0: kind of want to write on from behind the panels. I want to write Frank Miller's obituary. Yeah, just to I, have it. It's on only a matter tap. of time, but I don't want to have it online in case it accidentally. Oh no,
1: no, that would be terrible.
0: Um, but uh, yeah, so he's on that. And he talks about the process, he talks about the writing, and all that stuff. That's really fascinating. And some of the people that they were working with right. over the time. The the third episode in Jackie Gleason's Trap Door. Um, yes which is actually before I talk about that I want to <laughs> talk about oh and no, I'll leave that to last uh, on the third episode um, uh, they talk about um, uh, the fact that they're renovating the studio so he has the line producer on right um, talking and these are
1: the old studios from the David Tonight Letterman, Show David yeah. Letterman yeah the okay. Late Show with David the Late Show sorry
0: with uh, David Letterman yes and so now he's taking over they're, they're renovating studios and they're putting in bigger seats and they said we wanted you know American ass size seats because they wanted to <laughs> I was going to ask you know they want to make bigger <laughs> seats and all that sort of stuff and and you know what they're doing to make it better, but also p- what they're pulling out. So there's a direct line of sight between the audience and him. Oh, because he liked that in his old studio. Right. And there's a lot. There was a lot of like cameras and stuff. So there's, there's going to be very minimal camera. The way they've tried to set it up is that there's very minimal camera in uh, oh, line of sight yeah. interference. Because between if you've the never been and, to a
1: live taping of a yeah. show, the, the cameras are com- constantly in your like yeah. as an audience member. They're constantly in the way. Yeah. You're so always that, sort of ducking around looking at them. Yeah.
0: But one of the things I found fascinating that that when he was they were apparently pulling this apart, was yes. what they actually found underneath the stage.
4: Meredith, tell the folks about what we found underneath the stage, holding it up.
3: So we found these old wooden, uh, what they call elephant columns, that... Um,
4: They're large oak Mm-hmm. Columns. They,
3: yes, they're probably uh-huh. oak. They're they're gigantic, and they um, they were installed to be able to support the stage, so elephants could actually. I know.
4: Ed Sullivan bar, wanted yeah. <laughs> to bring elephants on when Ringling was in town, so he had these columns installed mm-hmm. below, which we're going to keep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And just the same year that Ringling is phasing out elephants.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it's it's really interesting. And if you only know Colbert from his on TV, uh, his, his on screen performances. Yes. Um, then uh, you know you'll know that you, you know he's he's done a, a particular character. Yes. And they talk in the early ones about you know how much of uh, the jokes they can write because it used to have to write the process of writing you know, what would the characters take? Beyond yes, this? of, course, of and so course. They don't have that anymore, but how that's changed the writing process. Right. The one thing I mentioned before I go is that we all know that all podcasts, big major podcasts, have sponsors. Yes. But at the start of every episode so far, he's made up a sponsor. Oh God, uh, MailKimp. MailKimp, <laughs> Yeah, we had Mail MailKimp. but this is this is one of the examples of what he's done on that.
4: Welcome to the third The Late Show podcast. This week's episode, Jackie Gleason's Trap Door. The Late Show podcast is brought to you by Questography. What is Questography? That's a great question. Take our online quiz to find out. Millions have already asked what Questography is, and now it's your turn. Use the offer code, huh? Questography, what? (laughs)
1: <laughs> now, if they're really good, there will be a questography website. Because yes. I was always on How I Met Your Mother whenever there was some mention of a website or some mention well, of I Behind Barney's
0: blog, for real. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So they would always bring that into the you know the landscape of the show. So, oh God, I really want to look that up now.
0: <laughs> so it's, it's a very, it's a very. Um uh, podcast savvy podcast, nice. But um, just just learning about the production, the, the, the putting together yeah. of, of a late night show, yeah. yeah it's and something that
1: people really they feel like they own that show, yeah. You know because they have that history with it, and they're you know. But it's not only you know a late show, but it's also Stephen Colbert that people really resonate yeah. with, and and you know and how and
0: many people are involved? Oh my god! Like, You know, like we've had writers on, we've had line producer, we've had you know uh, designers and stuff like that. So. This is this is this is me rolling through to September. It'll be interesting wow. to see if it keeps going once the show's on the air, or right. this is just a lead up to it. Right, mm. right,
1: and is, and it will because there's the John Stewart John Stewart one, the, the it's, late it's the night Daily show, show without, without Stewart, John Stewart, yes,
0: which will soon actually. I don't know if they're going to change their name because. The Daily Show will soon be without Jon Stewart for real. Right.
1: <gasps> what if they just keep the show, keep the name, keep the podcast, yeah. The Daily Show without Jon Stewart? It'd be The Daily Show without
0: Jon Stewart, but it'll also because it'll be the guy that they got replacing him is, was the least likely candidate. He yeah. was like, the, it was like yeah. the newest recruit in. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really weird. Interesting,
1: yeah. yeah. Ooh, late night TV and with a whole election coming up in the States. All We're going to have no like,
0: Stewart and no Colbert report. I
1: know. It's going to uh. be weird. Um, but I learned one other thing today. Oh, yeah. And I just learned this today. Um so, we're recording this on Saturday morning, and when I woke up this morning, turned to my Facebook feed, and I seriously thought the onion had taken over my Facebook feed because <laughs> every single po- post was about the Marriage Equality Act yes. in the States, The that marriage equality has happened in the States, and hit it! <laughs> I will. Yes. So, congratulations, and I'm I'm very happy for my you know my home country to have taken a step, it's been fantastic. Unfortunately, taken, your adopted
0: country hasn't has taken not yet, that step yet. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Well, we are we are now officially on the wrong side of history. Oh god. Because Ireland did. A few Ireland did a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. has. Yep. But that's
1: no reason. That's no reason. It's there's no reason for Australia to change their politics because of other countries. Is a reason to do it is because it's the right freaking thing to do. It's the right
0: thing to do. But the point is that these are countries that were predominantly like Ireland, fairly conservative, fairly religious country. Fairly, uh, the US quite religious. Oh god, uh, yeah, right. Where I'm uh, from, you yeah. know, it's
1: very sort of Bible belt kind of stuff. So.
0: And, and yeah. the UK, generally speaking, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so yeah. Um, Australia exactly. Pull your, on, pull your finger out. Pull your
1: finger out. Push socks up. Let's do this. When we um, vote
0: out Tony Abbott. It'll be fine.
1: Right? No shit. But that's so. Leading off of that, a friend of mine had posted this photograph, and on Facebook, on her Facebook feed, and she said, "Look, even the sky is happy that uh, the U.S. has changed its mind." And it was, it looked like the cloud was rainbow, <laughs> yeah. not a rainbow in the sky, but the cloud itself. Was rainbow, and it was it it was the most amazing photo in uh, in light, uh, ironically in light of all of what was going on. Uh, See what I did there, it was it was fantastic. And somebody put, oh, it's a sun dog, and I'm like, I have no idea what a sun dog is. So of course, I did what most good people do. I plunked it into Google, and if you put sun dog into Google and you go to the images, there are some amazing photos of rainbow-colored clouds. In, mm, it is just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I've never seen one before, but apparently they do exist. And there was one over L.A. this morning.
0: What do you know? There you go. So I really learned know. that.
1: learned what a sundog was. My, and-
0: my favorite story, and I think it was because uh, Mia Farrow tweeted it out, and it yeah. was everywhere. It was like this 85 and 83-year-old male couple yeah. in Texas, I think, got married like first thing as a result of it. It's kind of like boom, you know.
1: (laughs) Oh, and there's a huge library because, you know, Richard and I are both librarians. There is a massive librarian conference in San Francisco starting this week and it is going to go
0: on. We know people there. So you can imagine people people being in San Francisco this weekend. This weekend is
1: right freaking on. Have a blast. It's going to be so fun. So, Yeah. Yeah, well, so that's it for
0: another show. Wow. Um, we, uh, yeah, we had to do the cephalopod show eventually. Yeah, that way we did. We, we've got we'll get to goats. We'll get to goats and tea. tea and, 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 and
1: and all and sorts
0: of fun. And, oh, and kids podcasts. Kids podcasts, one yeah, I think that'd yeah. be fun. Uh, so anyway, from myself, Amy Barker, and the Geek Actually team, I want to thank you again for joining us here in uh, the Geek Actually studios. We hope you found some interesting podcasts to listen to and some interesting facts about cephalopods. Yes. Uh, when you've got a spare moment... Uh, remember we like stars so go and rate us on iTunes and the great thing about that is you actually help the show out by it costs you nothing costs you
1: nothing stars are free stars are
0: free go and and give us lots look us up on, on, on iTunes or whatever your aggregator is rate us vote for us and, and we get more famous and stuff uh, but if you also want to follow us on Twitter follow us at Pillow Forecast. we can follow the whole network with all of our other shows at Geek Actually and those other shows include Behind the Panels our comic book podcast Yes, the all new Geek Actually podcast yes. which is our all purpose geek show right. and Nerd Corner, Nerd Corner which we distribute and it's the other all purpose geek show That's, which with is the, Johns. In, the two Johns Hammond and Dee uh, increasingly in cars but the most recent one was uh, live, <laughs> uh, live from <laughs> Supernova just call
1: it Johns in cars. in cars actually jesus no don't call no. it that. <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> oops <laughs>
0: their most recent show <laughs> Yep. It was a pimped out show <laughs> at uh, live from supernova. So sitting there. So that yep. was really interesting as cool. well. And I didn't have two jobs; You had no. a ring in for that episode. Oh nice, so, nice. Uh, but anyway, uh, so that's us. If you want any more information about anything you've heard on today's show, yes. as we said, all the notes all the links are in the show notes, which yep. you can find at podcastpillowfort.com. And we hope to see you here next you time in the Pillow Fort.
1: Scene? Don't you know I'm local?